May I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. So a couple of years ago, I was at a conference. It was a 12-step conference. And it was in New York City, right in the middle of Manhattan. And I was in the bathroom, washing my hands and drying up, when a woman stopped me and said, excuse me, are you a Christian? It's a strange question to get. And of course, my immediate reaction was to tense up, because nothing good can lead from that question in New York City. I was prickled up. I was prepared to be offended. And I turned around and I said, yes, I am. And she said, I noticed the cross on your neck and I am so glad. I said, why? She said, oh, I'm an Orthodox Jew. And since it's Saturday, today is the Sabbath. So I just met my sponsor who I've been speaking to for seven years on the phone every day and I've never met her in person. And today is the first time I've gotten to meet her. Would you please take a picture of her and email it to me? Wow. And here I was walking into this conference, nervous about my cross that I was wearing on my neck. And yet it was the one thing that allowed me to be of service. So of course I said yes and very joyfully took this photo and emailed it to this woman. You know, Jesus asks a pretty offensive question in today's gospel reading, too. There's a man who has spent 38 years of his life laying by a pool, trying to get his healing, and Jesus says, do you want to be made well? (laughs) Let me explain to you how this pool works that he was sitting by. This was a pool by some legend or tradition had it that an angel would come at random intervals and stir the waters in the pool. And the first person to get in the pool would be granted a miracle of healing. So this man who's been sitting by the pool for 38 years gets the question, do you want to be made well? And he answers Jesus. I've been sitting here for 38 years. Every single time the waters are stirred up, somebody beats me into the pool and I haven't gotten my miracle of healing. Jesus was really confronting and threatening this man's identity. This man only knew himself as the guy who sat by the pool and waited for the waters to be stirred up for his miracle of healing to come. And Jesus seems to throw that all away by saying, well, do you want to be made well? That's kind of the whole thing for this man. And Jesus even goes further to offend the Jews, as the text says, or the people in his society because he's healing on a Sabbath. That last sentence of our reading just kind of throws in, and by the way, all this happened on the Sabbath. We have to think about how offensive it must have been to these people to see this man working and healing on the Sabbath. It doesn't seem to really phase us because we have doctors who are healing and working down at Kaiser Vallejo today. But this is different. 
Jesus healing on the Sabbath is a throwing away of the most sacred holy scriptures of this people. Remember, in the Torah, the book of Genesis, on the seventh day, God rests. And Jesus says a little bit later in the text, today my father is still working and also I am working. Their sacred scripture says God rested on the seventh day and God was not working on that day because it was a Sabbath. And not only that, Jesus throws away the history and the tradition of these people. Working on the Sabbath is something that the Jews had not done since they were in slavery and in bondage under Pharaoh. Under that system of Pharaoh, they were compelled to work seven days a week, 24 hours a day without rest. And God chose them and delivered them from that awful life. And God said, here, a symbol of your freedom is one day a week of rest. And here comes Jesus working. This struggle in the desert that the Israelites faced seems to have been for nothing. If the Jews were to work on the Sabbath, what's it all for? What Jesus is getting at for both the people in his community and this man waiting at the pool is their identity. And that's possibly our most tender and vulnerable place as human beings. It was definitely tender and vulnerable for me at that conference. This was my identity as a Christian that was being questioned. For that man, his whole identity was about his wound and about his need for healing. And for the Jewish people, this identity of Sabbath as being people chosen and delivered by a great God. This is what Jesus calls into question. So claiming our Christian identity and our identity as Easter people, it is difficult. It's hard to do. Yes, we believe in healing and we see resurrection on the other side, but do we really want it? I'll give you an example. The one thing in my life that I need desperately, more than anything, the biggest place for healing for me is having some more rest, more Sabbath in my life. I am too busy. I am saying yes to everything that comes my way. I have no time to breathe and just be. But do I really want to turn off my phone on a Sunday afternoon? Do I really want to not shop for things? Do I really want to stay at home and say no to all the invitations and activities that might come my way because I'm sorry I am Christian and I am observing a Sabbath? It's a good question. I think one of the greatest sources of wisdom on this question for us comes from the 12 steps. The sixth step, halfway through the process, is to become entirely ready to have God remove these defects of character. 
A whole step is devoted to getting ready for the miracle that is to come. It's a step of pause, a step of waiting. It's stopping to ask yourself the question, do I want to be made well? So our Easter task as Christians is to celebrate the life and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and it is to claim that identity for ourselves, to claim that resurrection life for ourselves. But today, I think our text invites us to pause and to ask ourselves, do we want to be made well? Amen.